Welcome to another episode of the Dentology Podcast, where we discuss the business of dentistry. In this podcast series, we'll be discussing all the non-clinical aspects of dentistry, from goodwill values, finance, marketing, how to buy and sell a dental practice mindset, through to where you can invest your money in team management issues. My name is Andy Acton, and I'm joined by my co-host, Chris Trevens. Let's jump straight into it. So welcome to this special edition of Dentology, the Business of Dentistry podcast. And today it's Chris and myself just talking about our 2022 outlook. So these are the things that we are seeing in the press, seeing in the, the market, the profession, our own observations on how 2021 wrapped up. Uh, I'll just give people insights from our perspective as to what 2022 looks like. Yeah, nothing like having a special edition, is that? It's, ah. uh, it's like that extra when you buy something. You know, you get, oh, instead of uh, 12, so here's 30. Little bonus. So this is a little, little bonus, bonus bonus slot, really. So, well, to, so to wrap up the end of last year, uh, 2021 finished very positively. The, the market was in, in a good place. Uh, yeah, we were busy. Yeah. Um, so obviously from a valuation and, and sales point of view, the demand for dental practices continued to be exceptionally high. Uh, which was mm-hmm. the case before COVID, but increased through COVID. Definitely, definitely. Um, I think there's probably more inquiry from practice owners uh, wanting to know what the market looked like, mm. starting to get a bit more inquisitive about, you know, uh, a goodwill value is going to hold up. Is 2022 a good year to sell? Yeah, I think 21 was, uh, for, for dentistry, was really positive, you know, uh, after 20, no, 2020, which was sort of a year uh, we've all forgotten, really. Mm. It's like that, that limbo year and i did make me laugh when i watched the fireworks on the on new year's eve on in 21 and i thought it felt it summed up the year 2021 for non-dentists which was sort of like it seemed to be unfocused a little bit disinterested and not really very good and a little bit spread out which sort of struck me as i felt that that's probably the way the country felt and the economy felt for 21 but but dentistry yeah it's you know it finished on a a Mm. real strong moment with 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 values buyers banks you know every everyone's positive yeah it's it's brilliant i mean what do you reckon 2022 holds i think it's going to continue to be good um and it's it's hard i think the support to the profession you know, the valuers, the brokers, the banks, the solicitors, all that support network's really strong. I think the the, the dentists as, as associates or practice owners have proved to be incredibly resilient, mm. really hard, uh, adapted and evolved their businesses, their workflows, they've digitised in certain areas. So I think they're in a good place. I think there's some some external factors that are starting to hurt dentists in some areas. Yeah, uh, I think the... Increased requirement to deliver NHS dentistry is hurting practices because patients probably aren't attending practices as, as regularly as mm. they were before. I think people are, are still yeah. quite cautious yeah. about going out. We're hearing lots of practices having cancelled appointments. I think recruitment issues are starting to bite in some areas. Definitely recruitment. Yeah. Where Definitely. They're, they're either struggling to, to find people or they're having to pay more money than they did before to keep good to people. retain people. Uh, and okay, you could possibly argue in some cases that, that, you know, some nurses possibly were paid close to a minimum mm. wage. And you know, there's an argument as to whether that, that they should be paid more than they were being paid. But the, the reality for a business owner is that an increase in wages, if you can't match that with increasing prices, then that hits mm. your, your net profit. And as we know from, from a valuation point yeah, of view, it's that profit. affects the business, but it, it also impacts the, um, you know, the, the, the profit that sits in the business for the owner too. 
I think the interesting one on that is it's, it's quite amazing, really. I've had a, a number of conversations with, you know, uh, paying your nurse a decent amount of money mm-hmm. um, has, has been a, a conversation. And, and, it, and it's quite interesting for, for those of you that are listening to um, think about actually what you've got to do because they, they've got themselves uh, just by not really understanding or not appreciating that just because they increase their their staff wages by 10%. They didn't have to put their prices up by 10% mm. because their staff costs are only a percentage of the total costs. So when, when you actually work through it and say, right, you know, well, if you're going to pay an extra 10%, which is going to cost you another, I don't know, 10 grand or whatever mm. the number is, if you want to stay in the same position, you've only got to generate another 10 grand in your revenue, which might only be a price rise of 1%. And, yeah. and it was quite interesting because they sort of almost got themselves in worrying about the fact of flip. If I've got to pay someone more, have I got to put my prices up more? Mm. And, and the answer is possibly, but not as much as you, you've got to put your salaries up. Yeah. And, and I think once I'd spoken to them, they were like, oh, okay, well, that's, that's mm-hmm. not too bad. And, and the reality of it is, isn't it? You, we've heard stories. What is it? Is it Sainsbury's now that's a minimum wage is £10, 10 an, pound hour. an hour? So when you look at the responsibility of a, of a dental nurse, especially, and probably the hassle they get and the training mm-hmm. they've had to do and all that sort of stuff. But also, I think aside from, from the NHS, particularly in private practice, we've seen lots of practices see serious growth in their private mm. fees and the expectation from from patients in private dentistry is, is it's more experienced mm. and to create a, a wow experience you need good quality well-trained yeah, people definitely, definitely. and if that means you have to pay a bit more then i guess that's kind mm. of part of part of the deal but on the private fee side of things because there has been a, a, a decent growth for most practices in private fees, even without putting fees up, they would have seen an increase in their yeah. income over yeah. that period as well. I think the challenge through 22 is to, to make sure those practices um, sustain those levels of income yes. and don't fall into a trap that they assume that's their new level of performance. Yeah, yeah, whereas actually what it might have been is it might have been a spike during, yeah. during 2021. Um, mm. and making sure that, that they're able to, to back that up and, mm. and that continues to work, particularly with an increased surgery time for the delivery of NHS dentistry, yeah. if you've got an NHS yeah. contract. I think one of, one of the concerns that I sort of see as a potential challenge or issue is the fact of at the moment you know it's yet again it keeps coming up doesn't it but uh yet again it's quite topical about the fact of uh patients can't see nhs dentists you know you've got to wait two years three years four years whatever it is for an appointment and uh people are uh, patients are unhappy and they're, they're, you know i saw something on tv you know i paid my national insurance number i've had to fix my teeth with super glue mm. and, and this is a lady you know i filed them down i mean flipping it and and she was going on about this and it's just not right and stuff like that and my hope is that that one uh, the whole pattern of nhs provisioning will sort of get it right mm. but also i think that the, the the biggest fear is what you don't want is that the at the moment it seems to be that the patients are unhappy that they can't have nhs dentistry but not unhappy with the dentist mm. <laughs> they seem to be unhappy with the nhs stroke government and what you don't want is for that to turn into uh um 
an almost a, a dislike and uh, an aggression, maybe is the wrong word, towards dentists mm. because that's not going to be good for no. for dentists at all. Because they've sort of been elevated. Oh yeah, they? and in many ways that's kind of the spilling over of the dental profession's frustration of the NHS funding system over to patients. Mm. You know, it's starting to now um, hit them at, at mm. their end. And I think everybody involved in dentistry would love to see a better system for funding NHS dentistry, mm. you know, a more manageable mm. system, um, something that rewards them for the good work they do, you know, a system that, that just works. Because at the moment, um, we're in this kind of no man's land where it's, it's not one thing nor the other. Yeah. Um, and many practices over the last couple of years have seen growth in private fees. And it, it probably won't be this year, but it may be the year after to see whether some dentists just decide to no longer provide NHS dentistry mm. and say, actually, we've seen a demand from our patients to deliver private dentistry. Mm. We've seen growth in fees. We've only got a limited capacity within our practice. You know, we've got two, three surgeries. Mm. We can't accommodate that NHS contract mm. any longer. And they won't continue to deliver it. And from a government point of view, you know, I kind of you've got these urgent hubs, but we could end up seeing fewer but larger NHS practices mm. and a shift towards private dentistry. Yeah, I think I was, I can't remember, I was, I was either this morning or yesterday, I was reading an article, I think it was on the BBC website, uh, because this is a woman with the filed down teeth. And she was, they were saying that I, I can't remember, it might have been NHS England or anyway, it's an article there. And they were saying that they'd had a thousand dentists leave the NHS list. Now, you know, I know that's performers or, you know, it's, yeah. it's uh, so it's more than the number of dental practices. But I wonder how many, as a percentage, that is mm. uh, of, of people who've said, actually, I don't mm. want to do this. I mean, you think upstairs, we must get a call at least every day, couple of days, saying, look, I um, think I want to give back my contract. You know, they're, they're not super big contracts, yeah. but I think they're still, you know, mm. I think the biggest one we have is still a £200,000 contract. I think anything where you hear people leaving the profession is bad news. Yes. You know, there's um, a need for dentists in this country. There's a there's a need for, for more people delivering them than we've got. So whenever you hear a number, whether it's nurses leaving the profession, um, you know, performers no longer deliver on the NHS, whatever it might be. I think that's just generally not not good mm. news. But markets tend to kind of almost fix themselves, don't they? As, mm. as, as, as one door opens, yeah, another yeah, door yeah, closes. Yeah. Tight, tight mentality. Um, but I think for the year coming as well, I, I'm also interested to see what what new innovations come as well, because I think virtual consultations got a massive leg up through 2020 oh, and definitely. 2021. And I think they've settled into a number of practices in terms of their um, their mainstream working mm. style. But I think we're probably on the, the cusp of seeing AI coming in. And I think and that's... That uh, and one of the things for that, though, isn't it? You've got to have the, the a dentist with the right attitudes. Yeah. Because the technology's there. It's been proven and robust enough We've seen it, you know, and especially from, you know, when practices were locked down and it's, it will be whether, uh, you know, is it going to be with these, one of these ones where, where you've sort of got to do it rather than, yeah, I, I, I don't, I have, I want to do it. You know, is there a point whereby a bit like scanners, really? I sort of believe that if you haven't got a scanner, then really 
probably you're going to lose out on business as it develops, if only because all your patients <laughs> expect you to have a mm. scanner. And if you're if you're using gunk and goo, goo then the mm. answer is they're going to almost think you might be a little bit low-tech. Yeah. So it, it, I think it will be fascinating as to, mm. to how that un, unravels this year and beyond, mm. really. Yeah, no, I think you're right. I think there's kind of trailblazing in 2021. But, yeah, are, are people going to be playing playing catch-up? Mm. But as a as a as a market and as a profession... I agree with what you said. It's in good shape. I think it's in mm. good shape. I think there's lots to look forward through through this year. Um, it's going to be, you know, there's there's a bit of uncertainty on the NHS side until we get to the end of the contract year in April. Mm-hmm. Uh, what that will look like post-April, I guess maybe back to 100% delivery. Um, I know there's there's concern amongst some contract holders about having the capacity to be able to deliver to that level. Yeah. And what's going on and, and there has to be patient demands so and that, that could have an effect. But it goes back to that as a profession, they do have this uncanny knack to adapt and adjust uh, to, to, yeah, to yeah, make their things work somehow or other. Yeah, I mean, dentists are smart, aren't they? You know, they're, they're, I think I've been involved with dentistry since I know, uh, before 1990. I know, amazing. Um, and every time there's been a change in the payment mechanism, mm. there is normally a bit of a hoo-ha over trying to understand how that mechanism works. And then dentists work it out because yeah. they either work better practices, they work different practices, um, they use their skill set because, these, you know, they're smart guys. And I think ultimately because they're responsible for their own business, Okay, some of it might be centrally funded through government via the NHS, but they are responsible for their own business. Mm. They have to. They yeah. have to work it out. They're not in a position where, regardless of what happens, they're going to continue to be paid. Mm. And as a result of that, there is a a, a guaranteed profit. It mm. doesn't work like that. If no. you don't work this stuff out for yourself, no. there's a direct impact on you, your yeah. business, and your profitability. Mm. So you have to stay on your toes. You have to keep refining what you do, which yeah. I don't think from a, from a commercial point of view is actually all bad news. It no. can just sometimes be a bit challenging. And I think also genuinely, you know, of, of all the dentists that I we've worked with, known of, 99.99999%, et cetera, really have the patience at the centre of what they yeah. want to do. You know, we all know there's a yeah. few people who It's a caring profession, isn't it? It's but a, it's the vast a caring majority profession. of them actually want to deliver a, a good service. And I think sometimes that, 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 that they're almost potentially their own worst enemy because they want to deliver good service, yeah. but don't necessarily want to make people pay for it. Yeah. So they're then caught twixt in between mm. because they the, the otherwise investments are coming from their own money, their own revenue. Mm. And and it's a real interesting, because I think genuinely they just want the patients, you know, I, I can imagine they're not happy that these guys are in pain. You know, this this woman filing her teeth and oh, super no, gluing, I'm sure. putting her own teeth out. I can't imagine dentists for one minute if she could no. just sit in there going, oh, well, that's the way it is. Yeah. They, 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 they would probably be weeping in yeah. their whatever it might be. No, absolutely. Coffee or yeah. tea or whatever it might be. But it, it, I say, 22, I think it's going to be fascinating, really. Hopefully the banks will continue supporting. There's no reason they wouldn't no. do. No, not at all. Not at all. No, no, no. I think the, the support there is, I think there's what, 14, 15 banks are actively supporting and, and coming more coming in. I mean, David, wasn't it? David from FTA Finance was saying, I think there's been two, 
two new entrants yeah. in the last, which in itself is a real positive endorsement, isn't it? Because you wouldn't enter a rubbish market. No. <laughs> no. no right. I, I Let's think... produce a product where it's not going to work and they're all going to go bankrupt. Yeah, no, you I, think, I think there's lots of, um, lots of really positive signs for the year ahead. So yeah, no, looking mm. forward to it. Yeah, no, I think it'll be, be fascinating and it'll be nice to have, you know, when did we say this? We said this in 2021, didn't it? But it would be nice to almost get back to normality. Yeah. Yeah, whatever that looks like. Yeah, let's let's have normality. Would be yeah. good. Well, that was a little special episode from Chris and myself, just talking about our uh, views and thoughts and predictions for 2022. So I hope you've enjoyed it. Uh, if you enjoy the Dentology podcast, feel free to subscribe mm. um, and the, make suggestions. Yeah, you know, if you want, there's something you'd like us to talk about or or a guest that you'd like us to get, then please let us know. Yeah. And we'll try and find one because we do this for. Uh, obviously, we enjoy doing it, but but we do it for you guys. So yeah, absolutely. You know, we, we think of uh, guests, we think of what we think might be interesting, but it might be that someone wants to talk about uh, making a cake or yeah. something. Thank you for listening to this episode of Dentology, where we discuss the business of dentistry. If you like what you heard, please do subscribe where you found this episode. That would be amazing. And also follow us on Instagram.